Welcome to On The Reg Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and we have a returning guest here. So good to have you back, Sad Boy Music. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? Um, I'm doing fine. Uh, just, you know, still trying to work this record and um, bring more life to it. I got some cool things coming. So, word, word. So, um, the last time you were here, we talked about your first album, uh, mm-hmm. Gautier. Uh, and now you're back promoting and discussing uh, your newest album, which translates to Planet of Tears, but is officially pronounced as Planete de Slums. Yep, you got it right. Period. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't want to make a fool of ourselves. So we talked about it for just a little bit. I ain't even gonna lie to you. But um, it's so good to have you back first off. And I'm, I'm really excited about this project. The project has been dope. Like, I listen to this like at least once a week for sure. But um, some of my friends who aren't familiar with you, I literally, I have to like send them to this project. And a lot of like my friends- gotta listen. You have gotta to listen. listen. No, but like literally I'll hold them hostage a little bit. Like we'll be in a like a jam session or, you know, we'll be driving around in the car and I'll just slide one, slide a track up on there, you know, but they love it. And then they want to hear the rest of the album, which is like, yeah. you know. What track are you sourcing out to the people? Ooh, it depends. it depends. So I have like three that I circle back to. Jovian is the obvious one, but I actually don't go to that one first. I go to Sweet Faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, uh, what's the track that you did with Warren? Uh, Truths. Truths. Yeah, I go back to that one too. And then uh, 575, because I just like, I like how 575 feels and how it ends. It's like a little like, <laughs> it's like, it catches you off guard. I love it. I love it. It's a like, it's a, and the record it's a little bit of a like it's a little it's record a scratch but yeah. not really you know <laughs> i ain't gonna i ain't gonna get into it we gonna talk about it a little <laughs> bit later but yeah i'm really i'm really proud of you and this project like it's thank it's you so no seriously credit where it's due i really i love the growth i love the direction and it packages really well and also you can take tracks outside of that and just listen to them on your own so really dope thank so, you um, before we get into the album, you know, like sequence, sequenced track by track, mm-hmm. uh, tell me a little bit about like what sort of prompted this album because, you know, Planet of Tears, there's a meaning behind that, that story. <laughs> so um, I really wanted it to be a structure of like of me going back home. And at the time um, I was doing, um, but I was, I wasn't doing, I was in uh, um, a long distance relationship and I was just, you know, the last time was really like, I'm going back home and I'm not coming back. And I felt like I exhausted as much as I could be. And um, I kind of like, I gave myself, but I didn't give myself in full like I did on Goop on the first record it's like i gave every last piece of my soul in there Mm -hmm. and on this one it's kind of like okay i gave you a part of me and you're not respecting it so now i'm gonna have to snatch it back and that's why on the the vocals are like very like strong and 
like the production is a little bit more aggressive than it was like on the EP and on the first album. And I really wanted to make it my mark. Like I've grown, I'm still running in these circles of, of <laughs> shit not happening. Right. But I, I've growth enough to be like, all right, I'm going to put myself back and not let me fall down the rabbit hole. Mm. As you know, humans do, we tend to be cyclical creatures, creatures of habit. I understand. Yes. Um, so returning home, mm-hmm. that's that's a good starting point. The track, the intro to the track is Saturn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know if you're an astrology buff. I'm sort of an astrology buff, you know. A little, a little bit. I'm obsessed with the planets. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with outer space and the planets. And, you know, when they post those pictures of the moon and I'm just like, god but <laughs> uh i'm obsessed with the planets i love i like um i like um astrology i just have i've dived in but i haven't dived in deep to really like sure absorb it sure so this is funny for me because i immediately a lot of people probably would just be like oh saturn look at the moon you know that sort of situation and like yeah it's great to like think about that but for me Saturn is like about time and about like structure and consequences and, you know, um, authority. So like Mm -hmm. to start that track off for me, I was like, oh, this is like, we're about our, like we about it today. We're not about to give away our power. We're taking this and like taking initiative. And I was like, oh, what a way to start an album. Let's go. Them synths are like heavy with that. Yeah. It's very and grand. It's on them drums like doom, ta, mm-hmm. doom, 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 like yeah. it just it's, it's a, a it's a heavy record. hitter. It's a heavy hitter. Yeah, just like the the planet Saturn, just large and in charge, un unmistakable. You know, even though like Saturn isn't like a planet that like you can land on, <laughs> but but. Right. Right. My thought was like, you know, it's the planet of tears and on, on Saturn, it rains diamonds. So I was like, the tears are a form of diamonds. And, you know, when diamonds rain on people, they cut them. Mm. So it's like an outpouring of um, of emotion. Very, very raw, very visceral. Um, but also <laughs> kind of like, I don't know, at the end, those do the ad libs. Those, yeah. Yeah, I really, they're like, they're just sparse enough. So it's like, you're able to like, just drop it off. And then from there, we have Jovian, which was like one of the the singles that you released, right? Mm-hmm. Man, this messed me up when it first came out. I was like, why? I'm trying to dance all the time to this. No, but for real, it had me in chokehold <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> it really did. I'm oh. I'm glad that it did because um a lot of people don't know Jovian is actually um it's a sample of H2O. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. It's a sample of H2O. So Brilliant. I flipped, I flipped H2O on its head and I was just like, I wanna like I wanna make something that sounds like war. Mm. It sounds like this cinematic war and it just made it feel like um I wanted to make it seem like I won the battle, but I never won the war. So like on the chords is real like um, mellow and it's like kind of like we're getting there and then we get to the um, to the hook and it's like this super hard synth and it's, we're moving. 
and it's like at the end of like um at the end of the first hook it's like this little like um the sound is like a sorry about that little it's like a little like it's kind of mm-hmm. like the blood is pouring out of me kind of like this um mo- like kind of like this emotion of like this almost like almost was there but i didn't make it like right it's, it's like you playing like when you play video games you die and then it loads back up and then we try again and on that second verse i'm kind of like all right you got me the first time <laughs> <sighs> But let's try it again. And then I still at the end, like, I don't make it out. Mm. So for those who don't know, H2O is another record that Sad Boy did. Mm. Um, Sad Boy Music did. Which was like, it was like a Lucy, like a Lucy. I just like, just threw out and um, just testing the waters. Oh, Lucy, Lucy like a cigarette. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Um. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Maybe I won't. We'll see. Um, <laughs> but no, H2O was a dope record too. Like, and t- I didn't know. I really honestly did not know that you used that, that you sampled your own. Like, I knew that you sampled yourself, but I didn't know that you sampled yourself on that record though. Mm-hmm. That's dope to see. I don't know if this is an exclusive, but I'm going to call it one. So you heard it here first. <laughs> I don't think I've said it on the other podcast that I've done. I don't I don't think I've said it. See, period. Back like never before. But anywho, <laughs> the other sample that you well, I shouldn't even say a sample, but the other pattern that you use like is very iconic and I don't want to give that away to the listeners. I want Wait, them to which like Which one? The Oh, the drums. Oh, you can Joe give it away. You can give it away. No, they need to listen to it and then okay. discover for themselves. <laughs> like, this is how I feel. So there's a there's another like um, interpretation in like in Jovian as well. Like even at the end when it comes in with the chords and they like swell, like um, there's this record that uh, that Diddy was working on back in the day. And it was like this. It was like a ah, 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 oh, my love. And I do that in the backgrounds, but I'm just saying I want love instead of I want to. So I mm. kind of smoothed that in there. Only one person caught it. And I was just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's crazy because, like, I do feel like every time I listen to the project, I'll pick out something else that sticks out to me. But that hadn't hit me. <laughs> but then again, I may not I may not even know that record that you're talking about, but I know that we are the mixtape children, children yeah. of the mixtape. So, you know, there's a lot of music that was out there that was like, you know, that wasn't necessarily. Actually, the song the never came out. The song never came out. It was just um, if they were like cutting it on TV and it's just mm-hmm. been stuck in my head for like over the past 10 years. And I randomly burst out and sing it. And I was just like, I the chords were going, I was like, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, oh, this works. This works. <laughs> so let me slide that up in there. Right, right, right. Thank you. Next. You didn't, you didn't have to do it, did you? And you did. So <laughs> yeah. appreciate you. That's dope. And it's crazy how like inspiration can come from anywhere, you know, especially uh major influences. I know that Diddy and Dawn and uh bad boy entertainment you have a lot of influences mm-hmm. a lot of influence i pull from a lot of different places and some people 
will understand it and some people don't get it and i just be like um okay <laughs> you don't get it that's fine yeah you either gonna get with it or you know get left and that's cool or not that's cool that's cool they always come back mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> say that say that um so the next track after jovia ends and you know you ran out of continues and the virtual street fighter <laughs> Basically, um, <laughs> <laughs> you end up in uh, the next track, which is Modulate, mm-hmm. which is an on track, actually, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. And I don't tell me about that. Like, what? So, um, <laughs> so for Modulate, I really wanted actually had a different version of Modulate, which was like a little bit, it was in the same vibe, but it was a little bit softer. And it was built on vocals. It wasn't anything but vocals, vocal stacking and like a, um, 808 and some drums. And I was just like, it's not, it's not feeling like the album. It's not feeling like it. So I got to go back in and do my homework. So I, I got this synth. I was I had these chords and then at the synth and I was just like, it got to, this sounds good, but it got to knock. Mm. And I put the arpeggio on it and it just made it come alive. And then I was like, okay. So I was like, let me do like um a 808 that isn't like so like hip hop-ish, kind of like in a little bit of a house lane. And mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. made the drums like I'm like like kind of like in a house room. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. Let's hit record. Let's go. I don't want to write. I want to freestyle. So the first demo I did, it was a freestyle. And it was basically pretty much what the record is. But when I went back in to like clean the record up together, it was um, I made some changes to the lyrics, but I was just like at a point where I'm like, the synth is moving in my ears. And you know, when you go back and forth with somebody, we're always modulating mm-hmm. our thoughts. And I'm like, I'm going back and forth with you, whether it's high or it's low. And I'm sick of this shit. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to dip out. <laughs> Man. And it's 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 okay. It is aggressive. Modulate is so aggressive. And I don't know why, but I really like, I love it. I shouldn't say I don't know why, but like (laughs) (laughs) I really love it because of how aggressive it is. And it's it's honest, like it does. It does feel like that, like when you're in a relationship or you're just like really stuck dealing with someone and you're tired of the habitual bullshit. Like, yeah, Yeah. we keep ending up back here and I'm just like, "Mm, I'm at my peak. I'm at my peak. I'm done with you. You got to go. That's why at the end of the record, I'm like, I'm so sick of you. And it's like, don't, 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 don't. Like, it's like kind of like a, we pause you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause I'm not trying to mute you, but you we're going to pause this for now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So switch, switch. Um, I'm glad I did that with the hands because nobody can see me cool um <laughs> so 575 the switch up mm-hmm. you cocky as shit on this record you are cocky as shit and i love it i love it it's a 
it's a redirect of the energy from uh, modulate because it was very aggressive. And this is like, it's not necessarily aggressive. It's definitely sort of, it's sleek, it's laid back, but it's also got like, it's got some hit to it. Like, it's like, um, I call it my 2000s pop R&B um, drill record. <laughs> okay. Because my approach on it was to like, at the time I was listening to, I was listening to a lot of Tanache at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to like Pop Smoke and like mm-hmm. all these like drill rappers. And I really love the 808 that they like what they do with the 808 and have the slide in the records. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I really love Aaliyah. How would Aaliyah sit in this record? Like I wanted to be like a talk my shit record, but I love how Aaliyah sit calm in a record. <laughs> Poise as hell. Yeah. So I was perched. just like, so I was like. Hit record, let's do it. Dun, dun, dun. I'm like, niggas trying to get me from the shadows. Niggas trying to get me from, the... and I was, I paused and I was like, it gotta have cuts right here. So I have to have it like cut and I gotta cut it right here again. So it has that dramatic. And as a kid, like, I love 300. 300 is like one of my like favorites. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to add in like, this is Sparta, Sparta. Like, I had to. I had to add those moments into it to give it like, okay, this is the R&B pop realm. And then when I get into that hook, it's like, wanna live life, you could die. Like, it's very Aaliyah. Like, the hook mm-hmm. is very Aaliyah. And then I'm in the background with the vocoder. I'm thinking tonight in the background of that to give it like that. I may be here by myself, but don't be fooled. I can make a phone call. <laughs> Anytime. Any place. And, no yes. Janet. <laughs> <laughs> and I will make things happen. So it was just really like, it was really like, it was a fun record to to do. And then I got a studio with, um, I got a studio with Keiko, Keiko the Caveman. And I've been friends with him since middle school. Mm. And it was a, the original verse that he wrote, he had lost it because he couldn't find the other phone that he had, that he wrote it on. So oh, okay. he wrote it, he wrote it right there while we are in the studio. And I was like, when you ready, like just let me know. So we just cut his, we just cut his verse um in the studio. And then I went in, I added different things and had it pan and ears and stutter and shit mm-hmm. and at the drops. And he was like, This shit is fire. And then he kept on singing like the tonight part. And he was like, he was like, you really got a record on your hands. And he's like, yeah. I really love it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I really just wanted to like, I like doing the cocky records. I feel like Rue was very like, Rue was very New York. It had that Soka influence, that R&B, like mm-hmm. it was very New York, very raw. And, but I felt like with 575, it was like, a, it was kind of like a, I'm, it's very, I'm that bitch and. I'm going to tell you this and this and that, and this is what it's going to be. And if you don't like it, you can go. And if you like it, you can stay. But in that case, it's just like, you know, you know, I'm, I went from, I'm sick of this shit. And like, if you want, Hey, whatever. And then we get to the, the, the switch up. And I kind of was, I kind of was like trying to figure out what I was going to do with that track because I wasn't sure. And I was just like, mm, I want to do, I want to make sure it's kind of like snaps into this pocket. 
I'm just like, do I want to keep it? Do I want to slow it down? Go like real, like mellow R and B kind of vibe, mm-hmm. or do I want to take it dance hall uh, route? Because you know, with dance hall, it could be the most somber shit, <laughs> right? But we still <laughs> being gonna... said, but it's very. I'm still gonna wind my waist to it, right? So, so I made the record, and I'm just like, when I make the baseline, I was like, dum 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 dum. And I was like, oh, this is going to be nasty. <laughs> so, so I did that. And it's like these synths that are not the synths. It's these um, hi-hats in it. And I kind of mm. pay like um, a little bit of tribute to Twigs um, from her. Not from this. I want to say from either the first or second EP. And right. the hi-hats are moving the same kind of way. But mine are a little bit different. And it's like so it has like that vibe of like that tribute to twigs. And then I'll just make it real bashment vibe, like sneeze mumbling, like hope he loves you better than me. Like I hope who like the person that you 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 laid up with, you talk to, whatever. I hope hope he loves you better than I can, and I will. I hope he does. Like honestly honestly yeah but also like you ain't shit yeah i wish you will but you ain't shit you ain't shit (laughs) and what we're gonna do is uh something that's really cool for um because we were prepping for a show but we had to um pause on um on production for that and i had mixed uh shabba rinks tingling with it so it adds a whole different flavor to it Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's it's gonna be fun (laughs) it's gonna be fun Okay. Okay. So I'll we'll be on the lookout for that. I also want to clarify for folks who don't know that Rue is another single. It's another Lucy. See now I got Actually, leave it in there. Rue got put in on the EP, the last EP. Oh, I just you threw true. it out. You true. I did throw it out as a Lucy, and then I was just like, mm, I feel like we can do something with Rue and put it on Villa to Ease. Yeah. And with Villa to Ease, it's kind of like I jumped in different sounds and was like that was mainstream and was like okay like see how you guys like it and they really liked it so no but that project was dope too i still i really like am to pm am to pm is is a a record that you could cruise (laughs) to bro it's a record that you could cruise to like i'm waiting for summertime i want the convertible with my hair out and i'm like driving with the new bay thing and we cruising we feeling good after a crab boil or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) uh but that was the last the previous project and they can obviously uh check that out but we are talking about planet de les arms de les larms des larms that's the project <laughs> but it's okay it's okay ah. we call it we we call it pdl over here for everybody that pdl that can't yeah pdl yes but yeah we're talking about um planet and uh the next track which is one of my favorites is truths so tell me tell me what got you like when you were in the studio composing this not even like necessarily talking about the lyrics where where were you at when you were putting this together um i think at the time i was listening to like a lot of thundercat like just playing a lot of thundercat and just like that blood orange and like things like Mm. that Mm-hmm. And I was just had these keys and I had them on loop. 
and I did the let the insecurities get the best of me. Uh yeah, uh, yeah. And then um I did the I did that and it's actually a playoff of Warren's song. Um I want to say it's called Friends No More. And he said, Oh, I dun it dun it no dun like he was in that pocket. And I had envisioned Warren and I sent him the um I sent him the record. And he was like, extend this, extend this. Don't don't try to keep it as an interlude. Extend this. So I was like, I didn't want it to have a hook because I didn't want to, I didn't want to marry us in a record just yet. I wanted us, wanted us to like um have these different realms. Hmm. So Warren's just like his is just like a it's like this sultry like vibe and his mm-hmm. his voice is bouncing off the walls and it gets real nasty like on that guitar because i really mm-hmm. i really love the guitar so mm-hmm. it has this pocket of like and the drums like like it's in this and it's like a jazz club pocket with the chorus and then when you hear that 808 it's like oh this feels very futurized jazz club yeah yeah and Almost like effervescent. It's like bubbly. Yes. I don't know. I like it. It's so bubbly to me. Just, and then we were, um, we were, we were writing. Me, Warren, and uh, Stevie. We were all writing Warren's part. And I was just like, let us like tap into different spaces. And like, I like when records um, latch into other records from the past. So mm-hmm. I was like. I mentioned aim to PM in my verse. And then I had him mention one of his songs of his verse. Mm. And I was just like, we can connect those records back to those feelings and then take it higher. And then he was like, all right. So he did his ad lib. And then I was like, hmm, let's do harmonies. Cause no one really does harmonies right now. And me and Warren did like a back and forth. He go, and then I go, and then we do this big harmony we layered we did a demo we layered it and then we was like okay we're good whatever whatever come back (laughs) come back to august um warren's voice is like warren's voice he's having trouble with it i'm having trouble with my voice because we've been singing a lot recently like warren just did um he did pride so he was singing like crazy Mm -hmm. and then i also was recording re-record i recut all the vocals on my album set for fills. And so I just was like going crazy. So we got to that harmony. I added more star, I added more stacks in the harmony than we already had. So we recut all the vocals on that harmony. Added, I think I added, added six new new stacks to that harmony. Warren did three okay. and Stevie did two. So if you listen to it, Warren's at the top. Okay. Stevie's in the um in the middle and I'm at the bottom and I'm spread out between them. So it's okay. like I'm coding them. It's and lush. Then, and... It's lush. I like it. So um we did the harmonies and I was like, oh, let's kind of make it a little, you know how Brandy's like, ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. ha. So I was like, let's do that at the end. Like we just play off of it. So me, Stevie, and Warren, we go and we doing the little. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like the record gotta gotta transcend into um into sweet faces because you know sometimes you know you explain your truths and your and your um and your vulnerable vulnerable moments 
with the person you're dating and you know that leads from one thing to another and now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes sweet faces is another really really dope track it's really really dope and i try not to like start off with this one or jovian because i don't want people to get like the entire i don't want to say the entire feel i don't want people to expect that that's going to be the through line for the entire album mm-hmm. because they're also different but these track those two tracks for some reason is like a i see like they're cinematic to me they're cinematic that's the best way i can just des- describe it and sweet faces ha, it's like a it's so it's it's sexy and it's so sexy it reminds me of like a space strip club <laughs> like but also like not really maybe just like a, a burlesque show I don't know. It's 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 very a cyber burlesque show. It's very um I'm not sure if you played the game. Um fuck. I'm try- I've just was like <laughs> <laughs> it has cyber in it. It was um not cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yes. Okay, okay. They had like this a VR like this VR strip club kind of thing. Mm. And I was just like, this is cool. Like I wanna make a record that can give that vibe and i'm like <laughs> not me talking about it <laughs> i'm like how can i give that vibe and i'm like how can i how can i do this like how can i do it so um i want to say i made that record i want to say in september october of 2020 okay and <laughs> ignorant <laughs> I made it around that time and then I sent it I sent it over to Donna email and she was like all right I'm gonna I was like do you like it like would you want to jump on it and she was like yeah this is fire like I want to jump on it so I had a release date that was I was planning to come in like at the at the end of I'm not the end of December but I was planning to drop in January okay and I just didn't feel like I had the records that like felt like a album and that felt like that really like like you could ride to, mm-hmm. and I was like, mm, I'm gonna push back the date. So I see, I see Dawn. I want to say in May, I give her. I'm, this is crazy. So I went to go see her her billboard, and I was late coming there. Her phone had died, and she was like, "How she has these meetings at this time, and she got to get back to her hotel." So I'm like, "Okay." I can just give you a ride back. So she, I was like, I'll just give you a ride back. You can charge your phone in the car, whatever, whatever. So we're talking, whatever. And she was like, I want to hear the new shit. But she was like, you don't have to play it for me if you don't want to play it. I played her Jovian. She wanted to get on it so badly. Of and course she like, did. No. I was telling <laughs> her no. I on the like, low key, though, she would have slid on that. She would have stood on there. She would have ate me up. <laughs> she would have <laughs> ate me up. <laughs> and I wanted her to get on something that wasn't her. Like, I wanted her to get on get on something that wasn't her. I wanted her to be, like, pulled out of her comfort zone. Because Sweet Faces, it's a dark record, but it's sexy. But she's normally used to get on dark, sexy records. But it always has, like, that R&B uh, contemporary kind of feel and I feel like this was more like up in the galaxy electronic real brassy kind of feel and um I wanted her on there 
kind of kind of too as a proof of point like yeah she can do this and she can do it but she can also do this and she can do it on some sad boy shit and it be some sad boy shit true and so, i i love how y'all blend together on that record too like it's 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 very complimentary because like you hit sort of like both of y'all hit in the in a close range i mean you're obviously in the lower pocket mm-hmm. um but like when y'all come together and she like i don't how do I say this without sound like a creep? Um, <laughs> she's like the ooze, the the ooze. She's like cooing and like <laughs> cold, like get the fuck out of my face. Like, <laughs> how do you, how do you give me those ad libs? And I know it's the vo- vocoder, but like, it's ignorant and I love it. This is so the crazy things is I sent her the record to, for her to do the final to her vocals for. Mm-hmm. So I sent her in the Google Drive and she was saying she was having a hard time on like knowing where she's at in the record because she didn't download like the instrumental and then downloaded my vocals. She just downloaded the instrumentals. And then mm. I think the computer did some weird thing with like the um, BPM. So it placed her weird in the record. So she sent me back the vocals and she was like, this is what I tried to do. She was like, let me know if I need to redo anything or I was just like, girl, forget it. Don't even, don't even think. She this was like, perfect. whatever you do, she's like, whatever you do, just let me know. She's like, I'm pretty sure you have full reign, creative, do what you want. So I was like, fuck, how am I going to get her in the record? Like, how am I going to do this? So I was like, let me sleep on it. I'll, I'll check it out in the morning. So I checked it out in the morning. And then I was like, I got to build her into the record. So she gave me this run. And I was like, Cut the hook right here. Blend, her, make make that vocal stand out. Then bring the um bring the drops in with that. Man, put that sauce on you like I know you want. And then I was like, what the fuck am I gonna say? And I was like, could I bring? I try to bring the part that I had in my hook back to that space and it just didn't work sonically so i was like let me kind of slow it down and make it sexy and then she had these like ad-lib shoots she kept on saying say you will and then on the last say you will i kind of got into that grit with her mm-hmm. that she does mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. blended very well and i was like oh bitch this this <laughs> this is it <laughs> i'm like this is it and then we got on that um we got on that uh, last hook and i always like to do my hooks a little bit differently sometimes like have the hook kind of like in a realm of kind of like what a bridge is but kind of like strip it and give it those ad libs and those moments mm. and in those moments it's like me and her you some people were like you guys weren't in the studio and i'm like no she sent me vocals and i just was like she gave me a run i didn't i did a i did my little riff she gave me another run, did another run, <laughs> and we go back and forth. And I'm like, okay. And then she had this vocal. It was like a, ooh, and I was just like, where am I? What am I gonna do with this? And I was like, let me, let me put the vocal to on it and have her sit right here, and me just go in between the ears, kind of like I'm swarming her. And then, and I was like, that'd be it. And then when the transition kicks in, it will jump right into Verdant. So Verdant, the transition of Verdant is kind of like teleporting. See, I just, mm, 
space is is just so good. <laughs> Definitely love the the thematic use of transitions. It isn't just um just like cut and dry or you know just like having one realm to the other, but it's an actual intentional like crafting of I don't know a plateau and a, a denouement to give you more French. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's a story. It's a story, and I feel like a lot of people don't shape their albums like stories. And no, it's well, it, we're just now starting. I feel like you know, other than like certain mainstream artists, like the ones that really have been around and had longevity, we don't have we don't have a lot of artists that are crafting with the sense of like a thematic start to finish Mm-mm. and it's sad it is sad but anywho verdant verdant is definitely more i feel more somber than a lot of other parts of the album um tell us about the headspace that you were in when you were crafting that um it's very like an i miss you kind of record like I know shit has been hectic between us and, you know, we're doing this back and forth and I'm going to tell the truth about how I feel. And then, you know, we sleep with each other and I'm like, okay, this is my last time here. <laughs> and I, you know, I kind of miss you and I'd rather be dripping like laid up in your jewelry and your, and, and shit and, you know, be looking into those, those eyes of yours and you having that almond, like almond joy glow from the sun and shit and it's really like a I miss you kind of record. And I really wanted to like, I wanted it to sound like as cyber as possible. So like the auto tune is on a hundred on there. And then <laughs> I'm doing vocoder in the background, like wish you were here, like doing that in the background of the verses. And then we get into this hook that's like massive, like a massive big, like, edm record but the drums aren't edm like the drums are are very um afro beat so the record is very afro much afro afro futurism and when we get to that hook not the hook when we get to that bridge that's on verdant uh i stack my vocals i I stack my vocals and vocoder and i'm pinning in the ears i'm like really wish you really wish you and then like just going back and forth, like circling in my head because the voices are panning. And then it's like this burst of like, um, of energy kind of like, you know how like sometimes relationships, you get caught up in like the rose colored glasses and you get this bubble. And then the record from that bridge, it just burst. And, you know, after you burst, you go to this kind of like this level of like um, a reality and we're not in this space where it's very, um, I wouldn't say it's fake, but you know, and there's in a in a realm where you're like, I could have a possibility of maybe going back, but it's a strong one. No, it's not, mm-hmm. we're not coming back. Mm-hmm. And once it bursts after that breakdown, we get into the next record, and it's kind of like reality is starting to set in and it's getting real sober around this bitch. Mm-hmm. And the next one is Simp, right? Yeah. Um, which is sort of like a interlude, outerlude sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Like this whole this whole stretch of the album is 
somber in in lyricism, but the transition from synth, well, from um, Verdant to synth to I Cry is definitely, definitely like it's its own processing sort of arc. But tell us about synth. So synth is kind of like, I did, so <laughs> I really love the XX um, together. It's a song they have, it was called Together. And I really love it. And then um, Donna also had a song um, with um, fuck with uh, Mum Dance. She had a record with Mum Dance. And it has these strings in it. Oh yeah, uh, Speed of Light or no, that's something else. It's called. It's called. I can't remember the title of the song, but she has a record with Mum Dance, and it was just like the strings were compelling, and I was just like, I want something that sounds like an orchestra but i wanted to sound like like the future kind of like um and run lola run and also in um yeah. what's that other movie that chris tucker is in uh fifth element fifth element yeah so i wanted to have like the operatic kind of like that kind of feel and um just like you can feel um, myself bending in the record it's playing about like maybe i'm looking for love in all the wrong places and just like just i wouldn't say i'm breaking down but you know pieces of me is falling off Mm, it is definitely it's like an asteroid kind of like disintegrating yes yeah 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 and into um feels not i cry why did i say (laughs) every everyone Uh, does that they they changed the title of the song and they're like, oh, the I cry, I cry record. And I'm just like this. <laughs> right, right. But you didn't correct me. You so graceful. You know, I was going to get to it eventually. Um, but yeah, you know what? People did that with Maya too for um, her song, uh, My Love Is Like. People would just call that whoa or whatever. <laughs> My love is like, don't whoa. sue me. <laughs> don't sue me, Maya. Um in fact, I'd love to have you on the on the podcast. If you ever are listening, that would be great. Cool. Maya is really dope. She she's replied really, to me one time on Twitter. She's on really DM, that girl. And she said, because I was talking about her song called Space. I really love that song. She really is that girl. And she's been around for yeah. a while. I actually yes. saw her at a Pride um, one year, I think. And um, just great performer, great person all around really really like her but anywho feels transitioning from synth into feels um this is definitely one of the more vulnerable exposed records um Mm -hmm. at least in my opinion um because of how somber it is and how emotionally like raw it is you know just breaking it down so you don't have to like get into specifics but when you were crafting this record lay the groundwork for me where was this foundation coming from um i was i think around the time i was listening to i was listening to a lot of imogen heap like crystal castles mm. and um i'm gonna blank on the group's name um i can't remember the group's name um give me a song purity ring purity ring oh, okay yeah yeah so I listened to a lot of that and like Toro Imoy. And mm. um I made the beat in the parking lot of my of my job on my lunch break. So I'm 
I'm crazy. <laughs> no, but it's like that sometimes. So yeah, yeah. And you in the parking lot. Crazy. So I was just like, this I wanna explain how I feel like I just just gonna give up and not sugarcoat it and just really deliver how I feel. And um the vocals were so raw that I didn't want imi- to try to imitate it. I don't want to imitate the feeling. I just gave away the demo vocals. And I was just like, I cry. I cry. I fall. Like, I wanted that mainstream pop. Mm-hmm. That top, that top writer kind of feel to it. And then we dip in back. We When we dip from those, that pre-hook to the hook, and we go back to the verse, you've in that second verse, I get a little bit more, like more raw in my vocals and get a little bit more raspier and kind of like a, you know, I'm explaining how I feel on that first verse, but I really trying to get the message through to you. Like it could be great with me, but it's too late. And because it's really because you love to, to fondle with everybody else and not really focus on what we have. and when we get back into that um like i said before when we go into that uh that hook that hook starts to come back again i kind of treated it like a bridge and do like ad libs on that mm-hmm. and then my friends make fun of me with about this when i do that you'll never hear those say good night they <laughs> they change into different things but and add more dramatics to it <laughs> and we go back into that hook and um for the single for the album i had that outro by the time the single came out, the okay. switch, the switch up, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, it's going to be too much as a single. So let me just give the first half. And that's why I ended the way it did on the single, because there was another half to it where it's kind of like, I'm going to tell you how I feel once again. And we're going we gonna to play around and bet again. And that's why it's like this underwater kind of feel. The crazy thing is that when I was producing it, I was pl- I was playing Tomb Raider, not like the current Tomb Raider, but the old school one, like Tomb Raider Two. Mm-hmm. And I paused the sc- I paused the screen. Well, I kind of stopped in one place, and she was just floating in the water, and the water was moving. And I was like, "This sounds fucking perfect. Let me add <laughs> let me add water to the background." <laughs> and it worked. And I was like, "Okay." And I'm just like. Play with me, stay with me, come play with me. I could be everything you need. Sweet roses and lavender with the southern breeze. You seem to have a way with me. Cause still in that, like that melodic rap kind of feel that everyone kind of do. And then get a bit of water. That was kind of like my tip to Dawn. And then I was like, can't you help me lay up in that H2O? Which is and, a tip um, to you tip to you t- well tip to me and then like even when i say um street roses and lavender that was a tip to alan michael because he got a record called lavender that he hates to perform but i love it so mm-hmm. it was tip to him it was tip to dawn it was a tip to me and like if the the person that has listened to the record he loves it but um the songs are about him so <laughs> <laughs> He thinks it's a great record. I'm just like, I'm just glad you didn't ask me what song is about you. I'm really glad. You know, it be like that sometimes. And and sip. And sip. 